Feeling tired at the gaming table? Want to hear foul-mouthed jackasses poke fun at gaming companies when they screw up? Want an honest, street-level opinion from a team of gamers that call it like it is? Then Blunt Force Gamers may be the podcast for you. Listener discretion advised. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and gamers of all ages. It is us, the Blunt Force Gamers. I, your host, Game Goblin, along with... The Moniker. Happy to be here again. Hope you're all having a good weekend, folks. And... Darth Blasphemous. Hail to the dark side. Hey, we've survived another week. Yeah, yeah. Unlike what everyone thought, we survived. And uh, our fourth member is still under quarantine, kind of, sort of. Because he works um, in a job that involves a shit ton of people in the downtown area. Yeah, we, we kind of just told him to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> well, his job told him to stay home. We told him to stay home. Everybody told him to stay home. So, yeah. But you know what? That just means he and his roommates have more time for party games. Party games. Yeah. Woo! That's, hey, once all this stuff uh, blows over and people can start socializing again, it's a good time for party games. So let's get into what games work best. What systems that you've played work really well, which I would say any of them, in my opinion, but whatever. Um, I think this might be a bit more of a video episode there. Yeah, yeah it, it yeah, definitely is a, is a video game th- This is definitely a video uh, game episode. However, I mean, shit, there's still other party games you can do that are board game, oh, card sure. game, oh, whatever. Sure. I got a good one that I've actually been meaning to play with you fine gentlemen. We'll have to do that once the Lord Dragon is uh, feeling back up and at him. As long as it's not Uno. Oh, no, it's not Uno. Wait, are we going to go and download uh, Steam and do Uno over the Steam like, you know, all these famous agitators? No. Oh, sorry, I mean influencers? I got called an influencer uh, about a month ago. It really freaked me out. I'm like, I... You did? Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I like to pass out my materials to influencers. And I'm like, you realize I'm about as influential as Moldy Cupcake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just talking. We're not influencers. People are like, people are like, oh, hey, that's Game Gobble. That's that podcaster guy. Get him off of the shelf. Throw him in the trash. Boom, done. That's about how influential I am. Yeah. Not even a moldy control. More like mean control. Control. God damn it, dude. That was okay. Party games. We're not going to go over the worst (laughs) questions I've ever been asked while doing a panel. Jesus fuck. So what you have for us, Blasphemous? All right, so. I picked up a Switch not that long ago. You have a Switch. I, I do. believe Kaz has one. Can't confirm, even though I've been to his house. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, can't cannot confirm. Uh, we know plenty of people, such as the Jiggly one, uh, plenty of people who have them, and they are pretty much a party console. That, yeah, they that's is. how the, Nintendo has been great at this. So it's been bugging me all week. Because I really miss those old GameCube games, 64 games, that were the party games. Um, And I thought we'd have a nice discussion, you know, something to a little levity to all the shit going on in the world. Party games, the good times, what for you guys was the best console games? We can get into board games and such, but what were the best console games that you guys ever could just sit sit down and invite a bunch of people into your living room? Or would bring it to someone else's living room, like Rock Band, shit like that. Oh, yeah. I would have to say the best one for me, um, over the years, actually, this is more than once, because it popped up when I was a teenager, and I got a hold of the Super NES. Oh, Jesus. The first game I bought was Mortal Kombat. 
All right. Right? First game I Combat bought. Combat Mortal. Combat de la Mortal. El Dio Los Fatality. Mortal Kombat. Django. 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 Anyway, um, when I bought that, and I ran a small crew. We were the mutants, the freaks, the outcasts. We were the lowest denominator in school. Don't you forget, forget about, about me. me. Hey, no, no, hey, no. Nobody gets along like a room full of four benders, okay? <laughs> Except, Screw you. I'm going to go start my own friend group with blackjack and hookers. With blackjack and hookers. Um, in fact, forget the blackjack. You know, these are these are guys I will remember my entire life because we had stupid Steve. We had tall Steve. <laughs> uh, we had Ricky who showed up who looked kind of like Ricky Berwick, only like not fucked up. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, there was also um, Republican Steve. Uh, he was... Yeah, Republican Steve. This guy, man. I could go on about him for a while. like, But whatever. I'm sure you could with a guy known uh, as Republican And my Steve. best friend um, at the time was, you know, Satan's Matt. So we, we were the eclectic group of the... We were the rejects of the rejects. So we had nothing better to do, but everybody came over to my place... And since I was the only one who had a NES, everybody else had machines, but they were more single player, like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog or Herzog Z. And shit, all weekend long, dude, we would just play the fuck out of Mortal Kombat. And what really made it really great for us is it was loser. uh, The winner gets to sit there and hold on the controller as long as they play. Kind of like arcade rules. Yeah. So as long as the person who's holding player one or player two keeps winning, they can keep going and going and going. Everybody else just cycles through challengers. You know, you're like, oh, well, he's going to be playing Scorpion next. I'm going to fucking challenge him with Sonya. And, you know, you play it off. And if you lose, the uh, winner gets to stay for another round and the loser goes away and somebody else gets to take their turn. So it was really fair that everybody got to keep challenging the person on top, the king of the hill, basically. And when I moved up to Washington later on in my early 20s, we moved on to other Mortal Kombat games, and it was just basically the same shit. We'd plug in a game into the console, winner stays, and everybody else gets to keep challenging and try to knock them off the hill. Yeah. And there was a lot of shit talk, of course, because we're all dudes. You know, lots of beer, lots of shit talk, lots of meat being eaten, or pepperoni sticks, or whatever. Nice save. No, we were not... I'm taking the piss. Hey, dude, I know... Consenting adults. I know it's northern Seattle and all, but these dudes, if you were to insinuate that with some of the gamers I played with, they would beat the shit out of you. That's refreshing to know. It's very refreshing to know. One of them is currently right now serving federal time. Oh, boy. So, fortunately, he won't hear that assertion you just made, okay? (laughs) Because he would do more than just beat the shit out of you, hence why he's serving federal time. (laughs) But these are the guys I used to game with. Uh, but still, it was all in good fun. We'd be sitting there and playing our video games. The loser uh, gets to walk. Winner gets to stay. King of the Hill. And it was fighting games predominantly. Every fucking time. It wasn't uh, Wii games or soccer or sports games. It was always fighting games. Yeah. And even recently, it was funny because I was hanging out with uh, my brother. I go to his place and we load in Mortal Kombat 10. And even though both of us have gone gray and we're all, like, complaining about, you know, how our knees swells when it starts raining, once Mortal Kombat logo came up on screen, we are just 
back at it in our early 20s, beating the shit out of each other and trash-talking. That's beautiful. It is very beautiful. Especially since I'll hold that Mortal Kombat X was is the last good Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, and Oh, he... you don't like Eleven? Yeah. You were defending it. I wasn't defending it. I was pissed with it. I remember things differently. The gameplay was... Okay, from a gameplay angle, it was fine. The story was shitty. Yeah, uh... Tarkatans are victims. Bite me. So I think... Hashtag not all Tarkatans. Yeah, hashtag not all Tarkatans. So I think we're gonna do this in uh, descending order of age, so I will go next. Okay. Just because uh, I know for you, some of the party games, you were still in middle school probably, because I know I was. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my god, the party games, me and my like 11 friends, yes I actually had friends, you know, call them your tits. People. More than me. Um, I had a knife. We would go to my buddy's place, and he had a projector, and they had oh. a big outbuilding in their backyard, because... New Mexico, everyone lived on like an acre or a half acre. Um, so they had this big outbuilding in the back and it was painted this sort of like I don't know, it was like super faded military green. So on the on this one side, it was sun bleached. Mm-hmm. So we could take it out there, run like an extension cord with like five plugs on the end and hook up a GameCube or a Dreamcast or uh, I think we did a Xbox 360, and we would just project onto this giant, you know, side of a building, basically. Side of a house size. Nice. I, I gotta say, I've always wanted to do, like, a projector thing. That's really cool that you got to experience that. And then even better, we uh, we would set this up, we'd drag out this shitty little table. That was all the fucking... We, you always have to brush off the spiders and shit, because it was shoved in, like, under a boat that was flipped upside down. Yeah. Don't ask how we survived. Uh, <laughs> but we would drag the shit out there, and he had a fucking trampoline back there. So we'd be on the trampoline, fucking with controllers, fucking playing, like, Mario Kart, Mario Party. Dude, we uh, we even did taking turns playing Resident Evil at night. Nice. Oh, my God, dude. And it was so dark out there, and we would start to, like, fuck with each other. One of the guys was a dick. We ended, <laughs> we ended up fucking with him really hard the next time. He was a but, dick, and they were fucking. <laughs> but he went and he, he was like, oh, I'm going to go use the restroom. Took off. We're like, oh, whatever. He comes back real quiet, like goes under the trampoline. And like when shit's getting really tense and combat's going and shit, he just starts running his hands down the bottom of the trampoline. <laughs> He's like, fuck, fuck. Oh, that's great. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, that's so, a good trolling. Oh, dude. I miss the 2000s. But, I do um, too. But we would play all these awesome party games, and then, oh my god, right about the time our friend group started falling apart, because some people got sent to different high schools, some went to juvie, um, you know, I was just the fat guy, no one wanted to hang out with me, because apparently no one could get dates if they were hanging out with me. Um, So, right about then is when Rock Band came out, so I'm just over there playing Guitar Hero by myself, forever alone. Blasphemous, you're making me sad here. (laughs) But, um... And I go to college. Yeah. And that's when Xbox is the the 360s the thing. I, I get one as a going away present. Jesus Christ, I do feel old now. <laughs> He's going to college with a 360 being the new thing. And I'm looking at a 360 going, God, I got to get up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And I had just broken up with, like, girlfriend number whatever at the age of 30. <laughs> so, uh, so I've got a 360. 
I go, me and uh, the guys I end up having as uh, roommates in college, we do rock band right. We do it to the point where cops get called at least once a month because one of the neighbors complains. And it's to the point where one of my buddies is over there playing like fucking super difficult mode. He's got the little whammy bar thing at the bottom. He's not even looking. He's drinking a beer and playing. <laughs> and answering the door to the cops. And he's like, what's up? Click, 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 click. And he, like, we fucking did so much shit. Like, I ended up not singing anymore because that used to be my thing. Because my uncle taught me a technique. Just go, hur, hur, hur. <laughs> and he just hit the fucking points. But um, when it came to the instruments, like, we destroyed probably five sets of drums. How much did that cost you? Uh, considering we knew the guy at the retro game store, not that much. Okay, that's cool. Because I, uh, I remember that was the only reason, like, I personally went uh, Guitar Hero over Rock Band was because I just the money. Yeah, well, getting those guitars replaced, and then, yeah, you could pop it open and replace that soldered unit. Yeah. Because that was the big problem was the solder would be better. People would wear it out with on the fucking thing. And the whammy bars. If you had a bad whammy bar, your controller was fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Especially for me in middle school. Like, I, I bought my edition of uh, uh, Guitar Hero 3 for the Wii. And, you know, that thing was like... I bought that new. And, like, with tax, it came out to, like, 75 bucks. And when I brought that home, I just felt like I had, like, you know, won a Nobel Prize or some shit. You know, I, I will give them that, though. Like, when I first bought... Uh, Guitar Hero, it is better when you're playing with someone else. Definitely, yeah. no lie. Uh, when I first bought it, I was like, oh, this is a fucking gimmick controller. This is a gimmick game. That was my first mistake. Oh, yeah? I've seen a lot of gimmicks come and go, and you know... That one just sucked you in? That one was like one of the ones where I get home and I'm like, I'm gonna play Guitar Hero for no good fucking reason. It just it, well, it, it did. It sucked me in. Well, it works because it has all the damn good music with it, you know. But for just like uh, Zero Punctuation says, for every good fucking song, there's like three shitty indie Euro bands there. Well, that's true. But that's the thing I liked about Guitar Hero Three. Like all the shitty indie bands were the ones that you could choose to buy in the in-store shop if you wanted. Like all the good songs. But not when you went. Campaign. Like yeah, if you just did random play, you could skip them. But if you went and did the tour to unlock all the extra songs and extra shit, yeah, uh, you had to play them, and it really made it drag on. That's why I was more of a rock band guy, and we had, what was it, Rock Band, Rock Band 2, uh, I think Metallica was the one that came out right before guys started graduating and moving out of the apartment. Uh, Guitar Hero Metallica? Yeah. Yeah, that was about, that, that, that was 2009, I remember that because um, I, I wanted to... That well, no, because right the eighth grade it was the end of 2011. Yeah, end of 2011 is when we left. So I think by then they had already had a couple other ones out. Okay, but yeah, um, fuck. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm over here sitting in old man stink, just like 2011. These guys were getting out of college or getting out of high school, and here, what was I doing? Oh yeah, I was uh getting up fuck ass early and going to work because I've been at the same job since like 2005. You know, I know karma's gonna be a bitch to me, but I'm gonna do it right now. Wagey, wagey, getting cagey. All day long, you sit and ragey. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Squee. Great, now I'm thinking of fucking fat dudes on a boat saying, oh, we hate these whalers, but give us money. Yeah. Just Damn. Yeah, I'm, but, a, I'm definitely old school gamer, but... Yeah, um, Rock Band was actually a really good one. So was Guitar mm -hmm. Hero. 
even if they were gimmicky, they were great party games, like inviting friends over and playing those. It was a way different feel than Mortal Kombat, because Mortal Kombat was highly competitive between me and my friends. And whereas, you couldn't get drunk playing Mortal Kombat, unless you were playing loser chugs. Well, I couldn't get drunk during Mortal Kombat, because when Mortal Kombat 1 came out, I was still uh, barely driving age. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about like Mortal Kombat, what was, that? What was the fourth one? Uh, Deadly Alliance, I think. I think so. Yeah, because that's when our older friends started doing, you know, you. that's when you would drink. Because um, we, fuck, it, I think it was the first one you could make a custom character. Was the one where uh, we The custom, I think, the... was Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah, the one where we fight the dragon guy. Oh, yeah, 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 that was Deception. Mm-hmm. When you fight uh, Unaga. Yep. H- how did that work? Because I, like, I was late to the Mortal Kombat scene. Um... So was it just like kind of like what Soul Calibur did, where you just used one of the fighters' templates? You just—it was purely like cosmetics and shit. No, actually, you built the character uh, for the most part. Like uh, visually, it was like a character creator you'd like expect out of a uh, MMO, uh, where you know you choose your clothing, you choose your skin color. Do you have a tail? Do you have horns? What's your fighting style? Uh, and you'd then have fighting a, style, you bought individual moves. Yeah, you'd buy oh, individual move cool. sets. You know what button presses you use for anything beyond the basics. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty in depth. I couldn't even master myself. Huh, nice. That sucked. <laughs> I'm like I built this really cool me, and then I go in the game and I just get trounced, and I'm like, I'm not playing me anymore. <laughs> I suck. See, I always ended up making like the giant, like oh yeah, I put all the size. Things to the far ends, they'd be Biggie McLarge huge, and then give them all the fast attacks. <laughs> my uh, my friend Casey, because w- w- uh, Soul Calibur Four had the character customization, and what he did is he made he called his character Monk, and he just put it all in brown robes, and it was like a, a pasty white guy with big round Harry Potter glasses. And the thing in that game is you could break their armor off, and you know the more armor you broke off, you know you get the idea. But if you broke like the hood off of the uh, monk, it would just be, boom, this gigantic blue afro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, one of the ones that got me, there was another one we played for a while, but the um, the difficult part is the control scheme is a pain in the ass. A friend of mine brought over one of the wrestling games where you could create your own character. Oh, God, what and was again, that? This WWE? Was a, oh, this was back when it was still WWF. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it did have a character creator, and we decided, like, four of us to sit down and fight each other. The guy who owned the game, and uh, this was back in the PlayStation day, so you actually had, like, the control card that would be your memory stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the precursor to thumb drives. He had one of those, and he had saved his character that he custom-built. It was, like, super heavyweight. Yeah. So, like, this guy's, like, 350 pounds and can bench press 400, and he's, like, mega awesome. He was the cream of the crop. Yo, he was the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. But he had us rolling in laughter, like, the, the entire... Uh, game session broke down. Instead of us wrestling each other, it was who could make a character that could try to top his. Yeah. And it was super hard to do. And it, it was a party game in and of itself because his primary character he made was a super heavyweight alien that would look was like coat hanger thin, but it had the giant head of an alien. <laughs> so super tiny, scrawny body, tall as he could be, and like super giant head. And it was we were wrestling a gray alien. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, character customization always leads to some of the funniest shit. Oh, <laughs> dude, that... 
But that's the thing. That's what these party games do, is especially when you have things like that. Um, I mean, God, my uncle's friends, because uh, both my uncles had a pretty good group of friends, and even as they got older, they still would buy the latest console. They'd buy all the games, and we would get together. Hell, one of the best times I ever had, I think, was with Resident Evil 4 oh, on that, the that Wii. Game, that was the best edition of Resident Evil 4, I'll say it. It was. Uh, and we were taking turns. You would go until you died. Nice. And we literally got through the game, I think, in a three-day weekend. And we spent maybe like four hours a day just playing, just team rolling that. And I was the first person to shoot the guy who sells you shit. Oh, no. And it was right before a critical boss thing, so I had to kill myself, go to the previous save, and they had to replay the whole level. Oh, shit. Nice. Um, nice. Just because we needed that seller, because he wouldn't be in the rest of the game if you killed him there. <sighs> I mean, how we did Conker's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> the Great Mighty Pooh. Oh, dude, dude. 64. Uh, was it um, Pokemon Arena? Or yeah. Whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, shit. I, let's see, I'm trying to think. Gengar was gross. I know, oh, they, I remember Gengar. Yeah, he, him just being broken as fuck. Broke. I, I yeah. don't know, but I, from my personal perspective, and I know this is anecdotal, but... Anecdotal? Anecdotal, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I have troubles with English. Oh, English. Hello, oh, English. Hello. It Would seems you like that, some bad shirt? It seems that co-op play, though, <laughs> like you were just describing how you guys were playing, you know, and you killed fucking Cellar Dude. Yeah. Dumb shit. <laughs> but it seems that co-op oh and i just did a hard p in the microphone there we go mm, yeah hard p anyway it seems Goblin's that hard p. Ooh, my hard p <laughs> a new so tiny it's a new fragrance from goblin hard p mm. for men what why is it yellow why is it yellow don't worry about it just spray it on baby it smells kind of brackish <laughs> uh it seems that co-op games though seem to be more dominant like, when we were playing Mortal Kombat, yeah, it was competitive as shit, but behind, away from the controllers, we were being very cooperative to our play styles of who could be up to fight whom at when. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you're playing, uh, like, Guitar Hero. You know, it's better when you're playing with somebody standing next to you doing, you know, two-player. Instead of uh, fighting games, like, fighting games seem better, like, when everybody has their own monitor, like, and fighting games are way better, in my opinion, when there is somebody else there with you or a shooter game. Yeah. But somehow, even though there's that split screen, it's still better than doing it solo. Mm -hmm. It seems like going into a co-op mode into a party game is much more interesting than going everybody free-for-all and kill the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on that note, uh, if I could segue into some of the party games that uh, I grew up with and stuff. Sure thing, dude. But uh, going into, real quick, to the Guitar Hero... I still get giddy if I go to, like, uh, if me and my girl, we go to Seaside. Because in that um, arcade there, they actually have Guitar Hero. And every time I'm like, oh, I need to play it, I need to play it. <laughs> but, uh... Good luck, I need to play it. I do, I love Guitar Hero. But do you guys remember when Through the Fire and Flames, like... Oh my god. Playing that song made you God of Rock. <laughs> playing it on hard... Um, yeah. At full speed... Uh, what was the other thing? Um, 
Like on expert mode and all that shit. Oh, you had to play it on the frets. Yeah. Not on the upper, but on the lower. Yeah. Oh, that that was... Oh, my God. I, I did it once on, like... I think I got, like, a 70, barely passing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I still remember a screenshot from plink, plink, plink. one of the arcades. They had Guitar Hero there. And it was, like... I can't remember the name of the song, but it was, like, super... One of the ones that are super hard. They had 100%, and uh-huh. the, the screen still said, you fail. <laughs> it's like when a hundred percent isn't good enough. Yeah. It's just damn that that's a horrible man to get a hundred percent on a song and then the game says no nope, game over insert quarter. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I had so many good memories with my friends with uh, Guitar Hero three, especially like once you finally unlocked Slash. Like that was the thing because that's the one that had the guest guitarist on it. Winter Slash. Yeah, and everyone wanted to play Slash. It's like there was always that fight who gets to be Slash in multiplayer. But um, let's see. Uh, I mean, I'll, for me, like growing up with Nintendo, the big one was always whatever iteration of Smash Bros. Like friends came over, we got to do melee, and usually that, and uh, we were pretty good sports about it. But of course, you know, everyone uh, it got to that point where we started arguing and getting real bitter with each other because one of us was just dominate. Um, we're we're laser tag dominators. Dominators. The dominators, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, we're hide and seek dominators. Yeah, and then uh, Brawl came out in 2008, and everyone got pissy when uh, they learned that Meta Knight was the best thing that happened in that game. And this was before game patches were a thing. Uh, I can still take him with Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. My brother and I, we used to uh, just you know, do a lot of uh, competitive games ourselves. The one that we would always play without fail and would make it so we would not talk to each other was... Um, Mar- it was one of the Mario Parties. It was the one where you're on the cruise ship. Oh, that was six. Yeah, we had Mario Party 6. Joe and I, my brother, we would always start out having a good time. You know, like, hey, let's go into this. This will be fun. We get, like, you know, we'll, we set it to, like, the highest amount of stars needed to end the game. We get it halfway through, and by that point, we are just so pissed with each other that we just rage quit and just start into a shouting match. Have you played the newest one? I, um, I I've played, got it. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, I... We need to do that sometime. Uh, Me and my girl actually played it, and it was the first time she'd ever done that. And she won... Okay. <laughs> uh, she ended up getting. What was it? We played ten. The shortest you can do now is ten uh, rounds, mm-hmm. and it's just however many stars you get is however many you get. Uh, so she got two. I got one. Uh, and and of course the reward stars at the end, which I hate that they added that. Oh yeah, um, they Those all, are always so. They all went shit. to one of the NPCs because like, oh, who had the hardest time? You know, who got attacked the most? They each get they get a star each, and it's not like, oh, well, you've got the most coins, you get another star. Participation uh, trophies in exactly. Mario. Nice. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. I mean, granted, those have always been around there, but they are such bullshit every time, because they always fucking go to the NPCs. Yeah. It, that's why you need to have enough people to fill that, but it, it was just so much fun being able to do that. And now we've got a step where we've got a dedicated TV yeah. for the Switch, and that, like... I really just think the GameCube was the best system, best complete system that Nintendo has put out in a long time. Yeah. Because you could do everything with it. You could go through and play fucking party games. You could do solo games. 
Well, yeah, I mean, there was uh, four slots on the front of the box, so, like, you know, you go over and you see somebody who's got a GameCube, you knew that they were ready if you were going to have a party going on. Yeah. Most game systems at that point only had player one, player two, and co-op games, especially during the early 2000s, were not all that common, really. You know oh, what no. was another good party game? Um, this was more between me, Brony, and... Uh, me, Brony, Judge, and my friend, El Presidente... El Presidente. El Presidente. Sup, bro. Um, we would all play um, uh, Age of Empires. We would get our laptop. Um, well, I used my home computer because I didn't have a laptop at the time. But they would like bring their laptops and we'd all do like Age of Empires and just yeah. like fuck each other over. Those know, always someone always get like a monopoly on like all the resources. Someone always had the army. And- <laughs> yeah, we did that. Uh, I think it was Age of Empires. We did that yeah. one twice. Uh, a bunch of us got together and we were having a basically a land party. And I think it was after the second time, it was just like, no, fuck that game, dude. Because somebody uh, would just, like, screw everybody else over hardcore, and it, like, almost turned into a fight. Yeah, like, what, what Brony would do is he would always go with the Mongols, just make a you know a bunch of, the, like, the Mongol cavalry, and then just, like, steamroll almost literally the rest of us. It was bull. No, fun, dude, though. that's where you had to go with uh, Civ 6. Uh, or so no, uh, not 6, Civ... Sifi- the super board. cartoony one. Uh, uh Civ Revolutions? Revolution, and, uh, yeah. Okay. So with that one, dude, I always went as either the Spanish or um or uh, India. You know what I would do? India. I, I, I always... They got access <clears throat> to everything, right? Oh, away. yeah, India's new, Cappy, but Spain, I actually like playing Spain, now that you mention it. Uh, they came with a boat. Well, not only was it the fact they came with a boat... But I would go directly down the technology route as fast as I could before anybody else, and then just wipe everyone else out off of the map with airplanes. Oh, dude. You know why? Huh. Spanish no. flu. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Airplanes, no. Spain. Ah. Now, did you do the fighter squadrons or the bombers? Um, normally, once I get bombers, the game is over. Yeah, because when I'd call them my burrito bombers. The burrito bombers. Um, yeah, bah, 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 well, I would, like I would have this hive of bombers, and I would just like move them to my farthest outpost and keep that place as defended heavily as possible. Yeah, and then my bombers would just go over and just keep tag striking another uh, the nearest place to me <laughs> until they were completely utterly decimated. Then I'd be like, "Go ahead, rebuild it. I dare you, dude." Since we're talking about Civ stories, um, uh, if it's appropriate to talk about another podcast, but um. Uh, you, the one I really like listening to, Sleepy Cabin. They were talking about the... The members on that one were talking about the time they all played Civilizations. And one of the guys... Because you know you can make your own religions. And so he called his religion the Church of Japanese Autism. And it started spreading around the world like wildfire. And so one of the other guys, uh, Psychic Pebbles, he makes his own church. But he calls it the Church of American Vaccinations. And so the two start having like an orthodoxy Catholicism like schism between the two. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you had like a bunch of world leaders like, yo, give me some of that Japanese autism. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, see, that's the fun shit you do when you and your friends just start playing games against each other. Just go full autism. Yeah, and some of the best gaming memories I have, and I mean, I've sat countless hours in front of a monitor, you know, playing games, finding out how they work and all that shit. Yeah. But some of the best memories I have is sitting around a room and having to hand a controller to somebody else. Or take a controller from somebody else because we're playing a party game. Yeah, um, let's see. I don't know, I do not... 
Now, if we're talking party games, we got to also talk about board games because they are the original party games. Oh, God. And Monopoly has destroyed so many friendships. Yeah, it has. Marriages, uh, families. I'm pretty sure it started a couple blood feuds. Um, but no, Monopoly, I refuse to play it on a console or mobile phone. Mo- Monopoly just does not translate very well into the digital realm for some reason. There, It just lacks something. It, you know, if we're going to bring up party games, especially in this day and age, and we don't bring up Cards Against Humanity... I... Okay, I ended up having issues with them because they went political, and I felt it was unnecessary. Well, they did, but I want to talk about like the heyday back when it was so funny. Uh, I remember the first time playing that was actually at the shop, and that was just the... That was the now, best. Hold on, you, you want it? You want a fun play fact. with Fat Matt though? Yeah, I did. You, that's you, when it's fun. You yeah, want that, a fun <laughs> fact about Cards Against Humanity? I, like it was to the point where I was like cry laughing. Like <laughs> here's a fun fact about Cards Against Humanity, right? Yeah. I mean, it is fun. It is hella just super mega offensive as far as games go. That's part of the lure of playing that game. Is it's super offensive. It allows you to have a laugh at things that are dark. Yeah, you know that's part of what humor is. It's just laughing at stupid shit. However, if you get behind the scenes on Cards Against Humanity... Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was one of the people who was approving yeah. which cards could be published and which ones couldn't? Mm-hmm. That's right. If you've guessed Zoe Quinn, you guessed correctly. That's true. Which is... Conf- the irony... What the fuck of- happened to her? Can, can you... The irony of the situation, though, is Zoe Quinn is on the approval panel of which cards can get uh, published... And then only a few short years later, she's sleeping her way up the totem pole at E3 and other shit. Then goes to the UA and trying to get them to shut down you suck comments on the internet. It's like, really? That is a whole 180 right there. That's a 720. Yeah. And not just that, but now she's fallen into irrelevance, I believe. Most of them have fallen into irrelevance. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where... Okay, here here's the game. If we were doing board games, me and my buddies, the one that fucking got us the most, I would have to say was um, Risk. Oh, Risk, yeah. Motherfucking Risk, dude. Dude, Risk only went two ways for me. One of them, uh, like, when I was playing with my friends, and of course we were all the same age, roughly. Either I was super winning, like, Risk Tag Team Dominators. Or I was super losing. It's either Goblin is one of the first ones knocked off the table, if not the first knocked off the table, or he's the guy who will just destroy the shit out of you. Yeah. There was no in-between. It was weird. Oh, man. I, I'm trying to think. I mean, see, most of my friends, whenever we... We didn't actually do a lot of board gaming. I mean, we, were, we were just so tied up in the video that... Oh, yeah. That, that's what we mainly did. It wasn't until I, like, I uh, high school and we... Fucking millennials. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Dude, you're only like a couple of years older than me. Shut up. I know. That's why I had to do the uh, the uh, the fucking voice. But um, fucking doomer, doomers. But um, okay, doomer. Shut up, zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> I found out apparently there's a thing called a gloomer, and that's that's more or less me. Look it up. But um, you're not old and jaded though. I'm pretty jaded. Bullshit. Hey, I try to be optimistic. Um. Uh, I think uh, for the scale of jaded, okay, shut up. I'm jaded. Yeah. Just by you trying to say that you're jaded just makes you edgy. 
Dude, I am a marquee. Ah, ah, Lord of the Edge. <laughs> I'm like river dancing marquee. <laughs> Lord of the Edge dance. Edge dance. God damn, Lord of the Dance. That shit was so stupid. <laughs> river um, dancing. Thank the gods you guys did not have to live through that era. What do you mean? I was fucking around for that. We had to watch that shit in school every time St. Patrick's Day came around. Oh my, I... No, we didn't do that. I'm so sorry. And I went to, like, a school that prided itself on being founded by Irish priests. Yeah, we... New Mexico, like, 80% Mexicans don't know why fucking river dance was a thing. (laughs) It's like country line dancing, but with less tears in the beer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They they just move their feet quicker. That's it. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, party games. Party games. Party games. Party. Um. You know, if Judge is listening to this, he would not forgive me if I didn't bring up Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi Three. It's a mouthful. You know that one? Yes. Yeah, where you could play as literally every character from like Dragon Ball Z and GT, even the useless ones. Yeah. But that was always the funniest things because like. Because, you know, most of the characters... Always be Yamcha. Yeah, like, you could be, like, um... Because, you know, all the characters in Dragon Ball Z fly. Being, like, Perfect Cell or, like, Omega Shenron, and then having his ass get beat by Hercule, <laughs> who's, like, had to wear a jetpack and throw grenades in lieu of using, like, key attacks. <laughs> like, uh... that was always the greatest one. And then there was one night where it was me judging, um, our friend Shakir. We didn't know, like, there was, um... I can't remember quite the mechanics of it, but there was something that you could do, like, if you press, like, this was on the Wii, which was what we played it, but if you press, like, ZR, and then an attack button, it would, uh, do, like, an unblockable thing, but it would also get you, like, this short little, uh, I guess you could call it, like, a, um, cutscene, and so, because we were being, uh, edgy, we put, um... Krillin against Android 18 and called it a marital dispute. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it was down to, it was one of those situations where both their um, health was just a sliver at the very end of their health bar. And, you know, um, so I think it was, it, it was me and Shakir, and I'm 18, and I, like, bum rush him with 18, and Shakir does this bullshit, like, we didn't know this um, unblockable attack even existed in the game. And so, like, I'm, like, this close. I'm just about to win the match. Shakir presses the button. It does, like, the zoom in on Krill and Hika. Like, goes, like, and does, like, this uppercut kick and wins the game. And we were just both, like, what the fuck was that? And we were just talking. We still talk about it to this day. We call it the Krill and Kick. Oh, that was still some of the most fun we had. It's like- a crick. The crick. Uh, it, it was crick. Critical. 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 Critical hit. That's what it was. Yeah, we did. We did that. Like when we were playing Mortal Kombat back in the day, you're just hammering buttons away as fast as you fucking can. Yeah. And this was before the advent of the internet, and like the best way you can get move lists is uh from magazines. Yeah. And of course, to get magazines at that point, you had to mow the lawn and kiss ass with your parents. Be like, hey, spend five dollars on me, and you know, please please and they're like well you get to eat that's enough for you yeah thanks mom uh but you get that one person who learns a fucking move like the yeah. first time we had somebody <laughs> figure out, spam the attack yeah uh one of the guys i think it was uh tall steve he figured out backpack b is scorpion sling maneuver and all of us had to suddenly learn to up our game 
Yeah. Scorpion, like, all day long for, like, an entire evening, all we heard was, get over here! Oh, God, yeah, like, especially with my buddy Shakir, I mean, he is just, he is a gamer, especially in fighting games, who is on another level, dude. Like, playing him, like, he was the king of any fighting game we did, and there's this one I had where it was, like, a Naruto fighting game, and it was already kind of an unbalanced game, but there's, it was Naruto Shippuden, and so... Most of them just fight with their fists, you know, because that's how Naruto be. But Sasuke had his sword, and on top of that, it was like a fucking lightning sword. And so he would just rombo combo you into a corner with a lightning sword, just match after match after match. He would only play Sasuke, and we, like it got to the point where we actually like said, "All right, you can't be Sasuke anymore." <laughs> so, oh, that was those were some times. Those were good times. Yeah, it was always fun though. We had somebody like um. When Mortal Kombat 2 came out, they introduced Melina to the, the roster. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but, like, I swear to God, he looked up the move list beforehand. Because we had a dude come in, he was like, oh, I, yeah. Every character he played on the roster was just getting fucking jackhammered. Then he moved to Melina. Yeah. Suddenly, magically learns how to do all of her psi attacks, her aerial attack, and her ground attack. And just goes to town, beat face. And we're like, dude, are you cheating? It's like, no, I'm just smashing buttons. We watched him play. And his thumbs are just all over the fucking place. And he's like a, a puppy dog. so excited with his thumbs. He's just yeah. wagging that tail everywhere, not paying attention. And somehow it just magically beats face. We're like, okay, no more cheese characters. <laughs> Wombo uh, combo. Dude, like for me, because my brother and I, there were a couple of years where um, we would have a big old party in our backyard with his friends and my friends. We'd all get together and uh, you just... We'll have a party, barbecue and shit. And one year that we did it, me and uh, Shakir and I think Judge went um, to our family room where we had the PS3 hooked up. And we started doing a Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 9 tournament. And let me just say, my brother's friends are cool, but a lot of them are very squeamish and not gamers. And then, you know, when they start coming in... And looking and saying, hey, what's this game all about? And they see, like, these characters getting eviscerated and, like, all their organs pulled out. Just us playing it and them going, like, oh, my God, you know, seeing what was going on. That was pretty fun. But then we got, like, a whole tournament going on. Like, everyone came in and, like, people were, like, cheering and shit. Oh, it was a great time. Oh, uh, the best part, though, for Mortal Kombat, because uh, when I was uh, first got into fighting games, it was Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. And Mortal Kombat always got to win, especially with my group of friends. Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter? No, no. Was, well, Street Fighter was like the big arcade game oh, at the I, time. Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. Then okay, Mortal Kombat okay. showed up, and there, you had a lot of people who were still Street Fighter fans who was like, oh, Mortal Kombat's just a cheap ripoff, you know, with shitty yeah. you know, gameplay. So that was, it's kind of like Marvel versus DC, right? Yeah. You, you got Team DC who's like, oh, DC's got better stories. And you got Team Marvel who's like, oh, well, we've got better art. Yeah, you know, so you you got fanboys fighting over this shit, and with my group, it was always Mortal Kombat wins, and the primary reason was when you pulled a finishing move on somebody else, it was like fuck you. Yeah. It was that final <laughs> fuck you to their character. You just like not only did you defeat them, but you got to cr take a crap on them while you're at it. Just like I rip your heart out. Now get yeah, you know, now pass your controller to somebody else. Fuck you. The best one uh, for us was. Um, in Mortal Kombat 9, I don't know if you remember, but if you won the match with Melina without doing the fatality, 
you know, she would jump on the screen and get her face right up into it, but her mask would be off. And she'd be like, you know, kind of like, kind of panting like a dog. And she'd be like drooling from her mouth, like between her teeth and shit. Just pissed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, when you go to her character customization, she still had the mask on. And for the most part, most people aren't paying attention to her face during the match. They're just paying attention to the blood and guts. Yeah. And so like a few of my brother's friends actually like jumped and shit when Melina jumped on screen. And it was just funny hearing a bunch of people going, oh, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, that's Melina, baby. That's right. Oh, no, it was always great when you're doing a party game and you found a glitch. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, was it, I think it was the first time that, uh, was it, uh, Call of Duty had multiplayer. Uh-huh. And we, we literally hooked up, like, three Xboxes and a bunch of TVs just to do that. And we fucking, like, land partied that shit, dude. <laughs> and, oh yeah, I remember those. Like, you, the good old Call of Duty days, man. Those and you could best. find the glitch in the map where you could just fucking hunker down. Yep, yep. Oh, I always had one of those friends. Um, I'm trying to think of who the camper was in my group. Okay, if you're a sniper, you're not a camper. You're a sniper. That's what you're supposed to do. Not run around the map with a goddamn 50 cal, one shotting people, no scope. Yeah, and then, actually, all my friends were cool about that. Like even even Shakira, you know, who would uh, he? He was a bit of a power gaming. Uh, dude in video games, but I mean, he he wouldn't do that. But I, I don't think we actually had the camper in our group. So, we we rotated yeah. styles a lot because it was okay. more fun that way. Yeah, it's good to keep things fresh, especially in Call of Duty. But uh, oh god, I miss the Call of Duty days. Back when they were good. Yeah, back when they were good. Back when they were good. I I don't know how many hours me and Casey and uh, Shakir lost into like. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Halo 3, just all those games, man. All those games. <laughs> Black Ops 2 had the best zombies. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last good Black Ops. Last mm-hmm. good Call of Duty. I played, what was it, Black Ops 3? Was that the first one on the PS4? That game uh, was I think tri- so. That game was a trip. Like, it's, it's like, this is Call of Duty? <laughs> it just had like all this weird sci-fi shit in it, like running off walls and like some MK Ultra esque conspiracy plot, it, like robots and sh- it, it was fucking weird. Yeah, see, they went, they started originally in World War Two, did all that, did a World War One opening half of a game, and then they went on to what was it, Modern Warfare and Vietnam era. Um, I there, think... there was actually originally everyone that I knew thought they were going to do like a revolutionary or civil war version just to like change it up, <laughs> which would have been cool. Cause when you've actually got those like civil war, the game, they just are not that good. And I mean, how much sucks. fun is it with a, uh, you know, uh, and a quick time event to load your musket. Not bad if you can get it right. Yeah, that's true. It would be interesting. But like that was put out by the gun. History Channel, so... I remember that game. Uh, I actually enjoyed sh- that one. It was shit. I, it was shit, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't uh, know, man. Party games, there's just so many and so much. Yeah, um, what are some other good ones I've been playing recently uh, when I do have a lot of people over? Um, the Jack Party Box? Those have been around for a while, but those are always a lot of fun. Um, oh, what's that one where you gotta answer the questions and your your puppet dies if you lose or if you get it wrong? Oh, that's in Jack 
box, uh, Jack Party box number six, I want to say. Oh, yeah, well, doesn't that one have a specific name? It, it does, but I can't think of it right now. But, yeah, that's uh, that's the one we played when my brother had all his friends over. And that, that was a good one. That was a good one. I made everyone laugh because uh, it was one of a lot of the, uh, like, uh, renewed interest in Ted Bundy was hitting. So I named my character just... It was it was completely stupid, but they all got a kick out of it because I named my little doll in that bed Tundy. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Yep. Aha! <sighs> uh-huh, we're finally at that point where we're, like, dribbling off. See? Hey, we're keeping it tangentially related. I know you're keeping things related, but like I mentioned, it's been 40 minutes. And now you guys are like, uh, uh, uh. But one thing that you have completely completely fucking missed is that awesome smell that's coming out from the window no no not the awesome smell from the window but the fact okay imagine a sock puppet okay a sock puppet a sock puppet made out of pork okay okay where are you going now, and you're ma- okay you're making a sock puppet out of pork okay okay now imagine you're really bad at making sock puppets okay when you discuss your your time of you know playing the games with the Jackbox and all that, yeah, that badly crudely made sock puppet made out of pork that you're not good at making a sock puppet out of pork. Yeah, that's what my dick looks like when you talk about that stuff. <laughs> God, I just thought you might want to know that. Oh, okay. There's a nice visual metaphor for you folks. Right, there you go. Visualize, represent. Seriously though, is that someone cooking downstairs, blasphemous, or is that the neighbors? At this point, I don't know. I'm just hungry now. You know, let's give a round of applause for whoever's making that smell, okay? It's a good smell. Yeah. It's making us hungry. That, that's, that's right. Good on you for being a good cook out there, whoever you are. Well, at this point, I think it's perfect time for rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Let's see if we can even rapid fire at this point. What is this, Wheel of Fortune? Dude. Dude, tacos! Yes, I won tacos. I, I won tacos. It. Oh, there's a taco time down the road. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. I love taco time. It's good uh, shit. Let's see. For rapid fire, there's not really much going on in news this week other than the same standard bullshit you can see on Twitter. E3 has gone completely sideways shit show. Oh, um... Fucking, uh, rescheduling of Emerald City Comic Con yeah. to August. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, a lot of rescheduling Comic Con for the middle of summer in Seattle. Well, that's the end of summer, but yeah, (laughs) bad enough downtown for Washington. For Washington State, that might as well be middle of summer. Yeah, for us, that's the middle of our summer. I I can I can smell it already from here. Oh yeah, just be walking around with that Lysol everyone stocked up on. That's going to be well. Downtown smells like a fucking porta potty these days, anyway. Well, uh, uh, now attach a bunch of sweaty nerds to that. Yeah, I know, right? God, blessings of Nurgle. No wonder. No, the the entertainment news this week <laughs> has been be fuck all bullshit. It's looking at the Twitter sphere, it would be impossible to go where to start, where to end. There's just bleh. I really can't rapid fire on that very much, but I can say that I finally looked through the latest copy of Pathfinder, the new 2.0 stuff. Oh lord! And the character sheet is bullshit. Is it just 5e knockoff? Uh, it's not oh, 100% of 5e knockoff, but the way they got their character sheet designed is so unintuitive. It's like trying to program Linux on a PC. 
Yep. Jesus. You know, you, you open your DOS shell and you start programming Linux, and it's just so unintuitive. It's just like, who the fuck made this shit? Okay, here's a question then. Can we get game designers to make games again? You know, oh. can, can we get gamers to make games again? Yes. Please. Well, we make gaming great again. Uh, so did you pick up a physical copy or did someone shoot you a digital? Uh, no, I actually went down to the local bookstore and there, they had a copy on the shelf. And I'm like, huh, what's this? This is garbage. <laughs> Pathfinder 2 is dumpster bait. Okay. Now, hold on. Was it the, uh, was it the final... Uh, all their selling edition, or was it one of their trial copies for some reason they released a year early? Uh, it said playtest edition. Yeah, that's why the playtest one really sucked ass. I was the one why I wasn't going to bother spending like 90 bucks on a leather bound copy just so I can get a final finish copy for free. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm just going to buy all the stuff for a finished system like Pathfinder that I'm used to and just run that forever. And that's why I spent $240 on fucking Pathfinder books. Yeah, I've got really nothing in gaming news this week. It's been, like, anybody can just look up Dictor Van Doomcock for their entertainment news at this point or just look up the shitstorm that has happened after the E3 2020 has been closed down because it's basically a giant nothing burger at this point. It's all the same shit we've been hearing for the past month. Yeah. There's really nothing new on the gaming side. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything new on the PS5 lately either. Yeah, it, it's... Do we care about the PS5? Let's be honest. Fuck you, I do. Okay. It's not a spy box. <laughs> it's not a spy box. Uh, well, what's our time today? Because I think I might actually have something good for Rapid Fire. Go ahead. Okay. So, you guys are being made into a video game boss. How many stages do you have? Um, what type of boss are you? And what is your theme music? At what stage of the game would you be encountered in? Go. Okay. Mid game. Okay. Alright, so players going through and the game style will probably be like a side scroller. Okay. Okay, so we're going with a classical side scroller, kinda like Contra or Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the person that runs into me, and my first form is just me as me. Yeah. Like they run into a dude wearing a fucking hoodie and combat boots, and they're like, Whoa, I gotta take on this boss. And I get defeated super goddamn easy. Okay. Like, blindingly easy. Like, you tap me on the forehead with a wet noodle and I fall over dead. And then I come out with my next form, which is angry me. Uh-huh. And every time they... Uh, and my, the big boss power thing I have is every time they hit me, I just counterattack. That's it. Okay. Right? Like, I don't even directly attack them, but... In order to progress the stage, they have to deal with like me just swatting them back every time they hit me because that would be fuck all annoying. Those are the fuck all annoying bosses inside scrollers. It is. It is fuck all annoying. And then the music would be like starts up, uh, kind of like swing step or you know swing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's all like I'm getting some Sonic the Hedgehog vibes. Yeah, getting some Sonic Good. the Hedgehog. Let me clarify. Good Sonic the Hedgehog. Thank you. Classic. Thank you. Yes. Classic. And then after that, after they defeat me for being the counter-attacky boss, yeah. I, I show up in my third form. Uh-huh. Okay, so I got three forms here. And my third form is now I do aggressively attack them. Yeah. And it's basically like uh, Metroid, where the attacks come from off-screen. Okay. Right? So I'm just moving around in the middle of the screen, and they have to try to, you know, hit me while I'm in movement. Yeah. But all the attacks that are coming are indirect. Okay. Right? So... Being the, the ass that I am, I'm just slinging crap out of them from the corners, basically. Yeah. 
And once my health bar gets low enough, instead of defeating me, uh-huh. the music changes to dubstep, and I just shut off the game for like 30 seconds, kind of like Psycho Mantis. You pull a Psycho Mantis? I, I pull a Psycho Mantis. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this game. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> and the game goes to dubstep, and right when the dubstep drop hits... I want you to like predict something about the gamer. Like, you tap into the player's like computer or whatever. Yeah. So, I see you browse 4chan D most of your free time. Oh, look at you, you browse pony, right? But the game would, like, shut off for, like, 30 seconds, like, blue screen of death. Yeah. Like, which doesn't even happen on a modern system. But just, yeah. just like somebody out, you know, blue screen, please reset system or whatever. Please plug in the controller. And it happens right, like, the, the final boss music for my third form is just dubstep. All right. So it blue screens right as there's a buildup and drop that happens just when my health gets lower. Like, as my health gets lower, it builds up to the drop. Yeah. And so the drop happens when my health hits a certain point. Screen goes, you know, bleh, and it's like when the screen comes back up, I've been defeated because I just walked away. Right? It's just yeah. like I rob my enemy of their win by just be like, "Screw you, I'm going home." <laughs> and then randomly appear throughout the rest of the game. Yeah. To cheer them on. Nice. I just, like just, that. just as that final fuck you, but you know whatever. It's like, hey, you did really great on that boss. I didn't like that guy either. Keep going, dude. You know what I, I think you I could see you as throughout the rest of the game? Huh? You remember in Golden Axe, like, between the levels, you'd be, like, um, they'd be sitting around the campfire, and then the little guy with, like, the sack would run around. Yeah. And you had hit him. I could see you doing that. Yeah. Between, I, like, the levels. I would be more of the annoying boss than anything else. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck is going on with this guy, boss? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I would have to be in a Metroidvania. Okay. Um, I would appear halfway through the game. Okay. Uh, and then they'd fight me, defeat me, I'd do the runaway. And then I'd come back in the final level, and it'd be a thing where, yeah, you'd have to fight me through my different forms and levels. Uh, how, how many? Um, I'm gonna have to say... In your very final. Fi uh, the, the last time a player faces you. Yeah, the last time would be three. Three forms? Okay. But there's four forms total. Okay. And then, um... For music-wise, it is totally a ripoff of the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like they got to go through all that epic shit, and then like one of my forms, you literally have to hit this floating head going around like Dracula does in uh, yeah. what was that? The Castlevania. Castlevania the... Symphony of Night, I think. I think so. It's the one where you can play as uh, Alucard. I I'm not a Castlevania player, so I, I couldn't quote you. But yeah, you do that, and then just like you're saying, attacks come from off screen, but mine, there's just this constant spurt of, like, blood. Yeah. And then just randomly out of it, there's basically, like, uh, putties that appear, and you gotta fight my my minions made of meat. Whoa. Oh, that'd be cool. Putties. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I remember that show, Yellow Ranger for Life. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Oh, her life was so short. I oh. know. Trini was so awesome. <sighs> Moment of silence for Trini. Fucking bird. <laughs> God damn it. You ruined it. Ruined it for training. You fucking beaked little faggot. You do not get a round of applause on this podcast. Good day, sir. I hope you do not find any delicious, juicy worms. Anyway. I hope you die, squab, from somebody who has way too much toilet paper and not enough food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for me, if I was a, was a boss, I think I would be maybe three-quarters of the way, or halfway through the game. I would want to be a gimmick boss, right? Not just like, you know, suit, um, 
one of those ones where you can't just go in and beat stick them or, you know, exploit a weakness in them. I want to be the ones where I am invulnerable, you know, no matter what angle you come at me. But there's something maybe in the boss room, kind of like Seath the Scalus, I'm thinking. Like he has his own mortality crystal where until you destroy that, he's just going to paint the ground with you. Mm. Or like, um, I am thinking of taking a lot of inspiration from the Soulsborne series. Or like um, Mikalash, host of the Nightmare, where he runs around and like the he just has the environment fuck with you. But once you finally corner him, you know, then you really take the fight to him. So that's what I would like. So I think I'd be like, you know, like I said, three quarters of the way through the game, kind of the gimmick boss who's impossible to beat until you find what's his shtick. Mm. Uh, as for music. I think I would want something kind of creepy sounding, just because I love creepy boss themes. Um, like, Legend of Zelda has some really good ones. Um, of course, Soulsborne. Uh, even Metal Gear Solid, actually. So that's what I would like. But here's what I think I would actually be as a boss, right? I would be that boss who comes in at the end of the game. I got the coolest, sickest looking armor. I have all this bravado. I have this big fuck-all battle axe. I come to face the main character... The main character comes, hits me with one little light attack, health bar. Yeah, the chump boss. <laughs> yeah, the chump. I think in reality, though, I would end up being the chump boss. God, that's like the first time I fought you, Yevin. <laughs> yeah. In Final Fantasy X. <laughs> like, after defeating uh, Jacked, you know, it's like Jacked was a hard battle for me the first time through. Then I get to you, Yevin, and I just fucking wipe the floor with his face. So what you're talking about is much like a you Yevin fight where it's just <laughs> you just throw out whatever attack you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like my battle music would be like this epic. You know, you got like the full uh, symphony choir singing like this Latin. You know, yeah. Canto mortis. I, and then I'm, like they hit me, and then you just have someone with a whoopee cushion in the soundstage <laughs> as my health bar goes down. Yeah, what I'm getting is a real vibe. Uh, you have, you ever played Final Fantasy three? Um, uh, also known as Final Fantasy VI on the other side of the ocean. Yes, yes. yes. The, the one with Terra. Yeah, the one with Terra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remind yeah. me, what, your boss battle reminds me kind of of Kafka. Yeah. The first time I fought yeah. Kafka, I was expecting like a throwdown fight that would just be like hardcore. <laughs> and I, I hate that fucker. I, I can't do his laugh. I'm sorry. I, I know. Nervous. But I took him in like three turns. Uh-huh. Because I just threw everything at him and beat him over the head with a sink. Yeah. Yeah, this is the boss fight you're talking about where you think it's going to be all or nothing and then you just hit him, like, just poke him on the lip and he dies. Yeah, and then the funny thing, like, the real last laugh for Kefka is, I, I, is it still canon that he is still, like, the most powerful of all the Final Fantasy villains? Uh... Like, when you face him when he actually becomes a god? Uh, it's up between him and Sephiroth. Okay. Because Sephiroth literally causes a supernova to break through the boundaries of time and space... Just to poke you on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just to do uh, a few nines of damage to you, he causes math, massive temporal disruption. Uh, he was an angry, unhinged boy. He, he, <laughs> who hurt him? His mother. <laughs> Sephiroth does not represent Mama's Boys or Big Tao Gone Wrong, okay? Estwads in Teddy, Sirave, Hementi, Sephiroth. Alright, so that concludes our broadcast day, fellas. Let's hope we survive to another week. Uh, I don't know, you already fell asleep twice. Well, it's it's another one of those long weeks. You can say that again. You know, lethargy is a symptom.
then I would have had this uh, for the last four years. You could have. Yep. All right. Well, All this right. is Darth Blasphemous signing off. All right. Game Goblin going back into my quarantine. Uh, this is the moniker back in the quarantine to hopefully finish up his orcs. We'll see. This podcast will never be a memory.